Finding Happy, Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy is the new book by me, Nikita Banks, a licensed psychotherapist and life strategist. Leverage the knowledge you'll receive in this book to help you with the process of obtaining absolute clarity through the use of guided self-exploration. This process is necessary to help you master all your relationships in 2019 and beyond. Go on Amazon.com or BlackTherapistPodcast.com and grab your copy of the book guaranteed to help you redesign all your relationships based on two basic principles, health and happiness. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Black Therapist Podcast. The Black Therapist Podcast is a podcast where we discuss the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. Now, if you are new to our show, I am your host, author, life strategist, and psychotherapist, Nikita Banks, in private practice in my hometown of Brooklyn, New York. I am available for both psychotherapy and coaching sessions, and you can find more information about that on my website, NikitaBanks.com. You can listen to our podcast everywhere podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Pippa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and BlackTherapistPodcast.com. If you are a mental health advocate or therapist and you want to buy our podcast merchandise, you can do so by visiting our site. And if you want access to our free mental health tips, free online trainings, discounted selective services, and resources, do so by joining our mailing list by texting "get happy" all one word to 66866. If you love the podcast, please like, comment, and share. We love to hear from you. And if you want to send me some feedback, guest suggestions, or simply to say, hey, you can contact us at our website, blacktherapistpodcast.com. Please be mindful that this episode and all of the information that we provide here is just a resource and a tool to help get you started on your mental health journey. If you are feeling any mental health distress or you are having any significant issues, please feel free to reach out to us so that we can find you a mental health provider in your area. Okay, let's go. Hey guys, how are you? I've missed you. I hope you've missed me too. Ah. You know what? I planned on doing a whole nother show, obviously, or obvi, as the kids say. Do they say that? I don't care. That's what I just said. But, um, yeah, I had my intention of doing a whole brand new show today. And, um, you know, then the whole damn coronavirus news hit. Now, I guess because I travel and I've traveled in the year. (laughs) Um, out of of the country that I was paying attention to this coronavirus epidemic and paying attention to something it kind of gives you a different sense of awareness so while everyone was I don't know doing whatever they was doing grieving over Kobe dealing with you know Christmas holiday debt and every single day y'all white president do something stupid um or Dwight's president as I like to call him Dwight's president do something stupid I think people kind of missed that this was happening and so I serve hospitals in Brooklyn's Chinatown and um my catchment area for my consulting job is to covers two hospitals that have a really large population of 
Asian clients. And so I was paying attention, right? It's not Asian culture is more solitary than the rest of I'll say I'll say black culture, right? I'm only going to say black culture. Matter of fact, I'm only going to compare it to us because you can find black people anywhere. You can find white people anywhere on any any place in the city. But, you know, a large our large immigrant populations here in New York, they tend to kind of stay together. And I myself didn't recognize that there was a Chinatown in, in Brooklyn until I actually got out of my own little enclave of Bed-Stuy. And so... Um, I had kind of been watching this virus for a while, but I'm of the mindset of having functional government that I never thought that it would get to this point that we would just be so freaked out about it. Like I didn't, I didn't think that we would be at this point. And so I'm a traveler. I've always been proactive. The name of my business is Proactive Mental Wellness. And so part of what I was doing, especially when I came back from Africa, because I got sick with a foodborne illness there, I had been really like taking better care of my surroundings, making sure that I had hand sanitizer, making sure that I had, um, what do we have now? Some good soap, right? I, I'd gotten some sort of um, infection in my nail recently, which sounds gross. It was really gross. But because of it, I had like, but like eight things of <laughs> bottles of antibacterial soap, which was how you cured the, the little thing that I had. It wasn't a really big thing, but the little thing that I had, it was uh, like a little bacterial um, thing. Maybe I had a cut, maybe bacteria got into it, but bacterial, antibacterial soap is how you cure it. And so I had bought all of those things in the house like months ago. And I'm always the kind of woman that keeps bleach and vinegar and 91% alcohol in my house, 70% alcohol in my house, because as someone who works in hospitals, you got to be bed bug ready, right? My house has a steamer in it for bed bugs. My house has a, you know, we keep 90% alcohol in the, in the house. I have diatomaceous earth in the house. So I'm kind of like really proactive. And I I told, think I told this story before. I, my parents, both of them, mother and father, are both Capricorns and they are hoarders. My father, God rest his soul, is no longer here, but he was a hoarder. My mother was a hoarder. And so my mother is, she still is alive, but she she is a hoarder to this day. And so I've just kind of been waiting for this thing to happen forever. And so I in the singular was not really concerned about this, but I was concerned about my son. In terms of me, I, I thank God I'm very insulated, right? I work in an environment where I can see patients remotely. I went to uh, visit family recently and then was able to still see my clients via a telemental health platform. 
So there was like other, like this was not a thing. It wasn't like my money would stop if I didn't do this. My savings is good. My bills are paid. I wasn't really worried completely about about the effects of this. And I don't think <clears throat> that I took for granted what it would, what effects it would have on society at large. But I was, and I, I still am concerned about my family. I'm concerned about my mother, who is a diabetic, and, you know, almost any any elder that I have in my family who has diabetes, and my aunts who and uncles who are in their 80s and 70s. And so it's very scary. My son, I'm also concerned about my son, who has had a lung issues. I think I told you recently I was having lung issues I uh, have asthma. We're, we're a family of asthmatics, but I've never previously had pneumonia or been hospitalized for anything lung-related. And so this is this is concerning. I know people who are immunocompromised. And so my first instinct was like, nah, I'm not going to really worry about this because it doesn't affect me. And I don't think that that's the best way that we should be thinking about this. I think that we really need to start to think globally what our role is in the world and how we interact with each other. And so if you have any elders, if you have any family members who cannot get out to get groceries, go buy them groceries or offer to get them groceries or offer to get them taken to the laundry or do their laundry or do whatever that you need to do in order to support them. You know, I've recognized from my consulting job, I'm I'm at a crossroad that I might have to take a financial hit and not see my clients in those homes or be even more vigilant than I already am. Right. Like I have hand sanitizer in my purse and I have hand sanitizer on my keys and I've had that keychain with the hand sanitizer for years and years and years. But um, I've had that stuff. And I, I, but I've never really had to use it, right? Whenever I go into the hospital to see a patient before I usually start my shift, if I have inpatient, which is hospital visits, I'll do the inpatient visits first and then I'll do the community visits. I had already started to make a point of going in the hospital, washing my hands, seeing my clients, washing my hands again. And usually right before I hit the door of the ho every hospital, there's like a hand sanitizer there. So even though I just washed my hands, I would also sanitize them as well. And so this has kind of always been like my thing. And in one particular hospital, they have like these little wipes that are like, I mean, I think they, they would kill anything because you got to put gloves on to use the wipes. But I've used those wipes. I've bought those. I mean, not bought, but I've used those wipes to wipe down my phone every single time I leave the hospital. So, I mean, I've already kind of been proactive, but I, I'm, I'm not really sure what this thing is and that we are living through. And so if you have people who we know who have immune, I mean, compromised immune systems, please check in on them, right? Family, family, family. If you know of anybody who is in a dangerous relationship right now, they should not be quarantined with their partners. Please make an effort to check in on your friends who may be isolated with somebody that jeopardizes their safety. That may be children who, are, who may be in housing situations that are not ideal, or being with abusive parents. This may be people who are in abusive relationships. This may be people who 
are facing any of the insecurities that are going to come up for us, whether it be housing insecurity, whether it be food insecurity, whether it be financial insecurity or economic insecurity, whether it be a general lack of safety, wherever, please check in on those folks. Um, what I was going to say was that I'm, I'm in a place in, in my own situation where I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to just be super hyper vigilant because I've already been vigilant about washing my hands and stuff when I go to the bathroom or washing my hands as soon as I come in my house and taking my shower and all that other jazz and putting my clothes in the dryer just in case I brought home any bed bugs and not sitting in people's houses when I go into clients' homes and yada, yada. But like, you know, knowing that a lot of the clients that I know who are being taken care of by their elderly parents are clients who have really severe mental health issues, right? Not the people that I see in my day-to-day practice, but the people that I see who are being discharged from my psychiatric units, they're homeless, a lot of them. And they are doubling up and tripling up with family members. And a lot of them are being taken care of by elderly parents. So just being mindful when I go into those homes that my hands are clean and that I'm you know, don't need to cough and that I have a a pocket square or I have a have tissue or whatnot in order to be able to to not expose them. My job has given us masks, which is a good thing. So <sighs> we're able to, to do that. But like just making sure that I'm I'm extra, extra vigilant in my own life. And so for me, I went to 99 cent store Dollar Tree. And like folks is in there fighting over this and that and going through boxes and pulling inventory off the that what they was they was already doing all that stuff right and so I didn't need anything but because <laughs> there was this whole thing of oh I can't find hand sanitizer now mind you I said I have at least six had previously before this six things of hand sanitizer in my house, numerous hand soaps in my house. Cause I just buy them. I mean, I don't know who wasn't buying this stuff before, right? Like I always buy a 24 pack of toilet paper. If I'm down to one or two, it's a problem for me, but I've always bought 24. Like, I don't know who's buying all this toilet paper and hand sanitizer and whatnot, but I ended up buying two boxes of hand sanitizer myself. One was just because, you know, I could, I'm like, I'll just never buy hand sanitizer ever again in life because of this. And I don't like hand sanitizer personally. I like washing my hands with soap and water, hot water, preferably. And so, but, um, I do use hand sanitizer when I do my manicures. I do my own nails. I've been a licensed hairstylist and, and cosmetologist since I was 16. So I, one thing that I still do myself is, but one thing that I do do myself is my nail still. And so I use hand sanitizer for that purpose alone. But I was able to get enough hand sanitizer that I was able to like give it to my family members who I know have compromised immune systems. I did buy soap for them just to make sure that I could give them those things so that they could be taken care of and take care of themselves. My uncle was not very happy with getting my uh frilly little foo-foo soap. He was like, I'm going to just put it on the sink. Well, you put it on the sink, but when you run out of soap and you ain't got none, then you're going to use it, sir. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just be, making sure that you are mindful. I know that my neighbor is elderly. I bought some stuff for her. 
And so being able to uh, do that for the people that I have in my life is I'm just grateful to be in a financial position to to do a little bit of something where I can. So even if you have like you go to the Dollar Tree, I think they have they get shipments in in Brooklyn here on Wednesday or at my local Dollar Tree. Just go pick up this or that. Let me get some water. Um, just pick up a few things for the people in your life. If you can't afford to get a little bit of something, whether it's just groceries, if you can't afford to get a little bit something for people in your life to help them through this quarantine or these uncertain times, please, please, please do so. And, um, check on your peoples with kids, man. I, I, you know, I love my son. Thank you. Lord, I, I'm glad he's home. I'm glad he's here while we going through this epidemic. But he getting on my nerves a little bit. So <laughs> check on your people that are trapped into their in their homes with their families. Because it's not all fun and games as it sounds. It ain't all fun and games. And so yeah, just make sure that you are make sure that you are checking in with, with them. Um for me, I'm not really all that concerned whether I get it or don't get it, just to be honest with you, because I, you know, most people have gotten, they, they've gotten it, they've lived through it. There's no issues. Um, I'm not even sure what the, what the symptoms are. I think you get a cough, which I already have, but I, like I said, I have seasonal allergies and I'm taking stuff for that. There are uh, fever, which I definitely haven't, I've never had a fever or anything like that. So, yeah, just just be mindful. Go on the CDC's website. Um, sign up for the text alerts here in New York. You can listen to 311. And take a chill pill and be still. You know, I don't think that we really understand the, the psychological effect this is having on a lot of people. If you have anxiety or you suffer from general anxiety disorder or social anxiety, this has to be very difficult. If you are a person who has OCD, you you probably are freaking out right now, even more so than previously. A lot of us, even myself included, my therapist has, has canceled therapy sessions for the next few weeks. Um... As for me, my office will be open for telemental health services, but I'm probably not going to go into the office. Not because I'm afraid of germs, but just because I don't really feel like being outside. But um, when I could do that, hell. But if you have the the wherewithal and you have the the space to be able to work from home or work remotely or not have to leave your house then do so but it it's easier said than done psychologically for the majority of us like it's it's a big deal for us to be able to be home and to not be out and to not be trapped but you know don't be worried right like I called my girlfriend the other day and she's like Nikita I'm scared and I'm like for what and she's like oh I'm scared of this corona I'm like girl like we live through Ebola like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Outbreak. Don't watch the movie Outbreak now. But like living through Outbreak and like um, seeing Ebola, the Ebola virus and, you know, coming up where 
you know, I came came of age, as they say, which, you know, found my sexual awakening during the period of HIV and AIDS. I didn't have the luxury of like just going out and like having sex with a guy and not using a condom, you know, and just getting the clap. Right. Like you may you may get HIV or something by the time I started becoming sexually active. So you just kind of had to live like everybody had it. Right. And be proactive and just being safe and, you know taking the proper precautions and this is just where we are right now and so I think if you're able to do that and talk yourself through things like I I know for me I had like a scary period where I might have been exposed to someone who was exposed to it and I was like oh my god what does this mean what does this mean I'm like go on the CDC website look at how the virus is transmitted look at the risk to exposure Calm yourself down, go sit down, take a chill pill and what? Be still. And so I think that a lot of us, we we really have to start thinking with our minds and not with our emotions. You, you, there almost has to be a detachment of like, this is what, this facts and this is what I'm feeling because our feelings will cause us to panic and we will we will be in a frenzy and we will be in a lie. Um, and it'll cause us to make bad decisions that we don't need to be making in these times. We need to have a sta- steady plan and a stable hand to be able to address the issues that we have before us. And just be careful. Just be careful. OK. I shared on my Facebook page a article of how to talk to your children about anxiety through the coronavirus. And it's five ways to help teens manage anxiety about coronavirus with the New York Times. And now they want me to register for a subscription. I don't even really want to because... They annoying. Welcome to my New York Times account. Could you just read the damn... Can I have the article? I mean... Normalize anxiety. Uh, Yeah, and it's, it's, it's... What they mean by normalize anxiety means that you need to just let them know that everybody gets anxious and everybody is kind of scared right now. We don't have a lot of information. And when mommy has the information, you will have the information. I think in in this times it's it's best to be a proactive parent and to kind of be responsive to them and temper their feelings. I know someone on my Facebook page put down that you have to be mindful about your children because I know that when she she mentioned that her child got into her car when she picked him up from school. He was like a five-year-old. She gave him hand sanitizer and the kid said, hey, mommy, why is every all these parents giving their kids hand sanitizer? And it was kind of making him a little nervous. And she said, well, we just want to make sure that your hands are clean. And so um, yeah, just telling them age-appropriate things for what's going on, but be able to manage your to manage their anxieties by letting them know that all of us are anxious because technically, I mean, I'm not scared, but I am a little anxious about what's going on. You know what I mean? But there's a lack of clarity. There's a lack of 
proper government response. And this is we've never had this reaction to a pandemic before. Right. Like there's been H1N1 and SARS. And this is not the first coronavirus, AIDS, HIV. Like we we wasn't acting like this. So this this feels different and I'm not really sure why. And I think it's it's that uncertainty which which will allow your mind and your anxiety to fill in the gaps if you allow it. Okay, and we can't allow that to fester in our children. So we have to at least maintain a proper, honest dialogue with them about what they're feeling and kind of what we're feeling. Right. Number two, offer perspective for psychologists. Anxiety is is unhealthy only when it occurs in the absence of a threat. Right. So. Yeah, you may have you may you have every right to be anxious in these days. The third um, tip is to shift the spotlight. I'm not really sure what this means. I guess it just really changed the subject. Yeah. The fourth is encourage distractions. So there that goes. That is change the subjects. And number five is to check yourself, manage your own anxiety. And so, I mean, it's a good article. It's written by the New York Times. If you want to go and like look at it, I will share it to our Facebook page and you go there. Um, But yeah. Today, I asked Lenny Carter to come back on. If you guys have listened to one of our previous shows where I talked about the use of technology and building your practice. I'm not really sure what the name of the show is, but y'all go look. Um, Lenny was on that show and we discussed um, many ways of utilizing your website as a marketing tool for your private practice. But he also owns a a platform called My True Circle, which is used by clinicians to provide telemental health therapy sessions. And so we're going to get into that interview right now. All right. So introduce yourself to the people. Yes. um, My name is Lonnie Carter. I'm the founder and CEO of True Circle. Uh, we're a mental health platform to help providers connect with their clients and patients in an easy and convenient way through video chat and online marketing. And we also have a directory for more clients to find them, especially clinicians of color. Okay. And so I wanted you to, to definitely come on today because everybody's kind of going crazy with coronavirus. And so, I mean, you and I have, have always basically, you know, talked about being officeless after 2022. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I'll keep pushing it back every year because I was like, I'm here by 2021. I want to, I want to be without my office. I want to be able to work from wherever I am in the world. But I feel like 2022 may be a thing. I don't know. Keep pushing it back. But the goal was to be, um, to be location independent by 20, 2021. And as we see, you know, time waits for no man when there's an emergency. And so for a lot of clinicians, um, they're looking for stable platforms to use with their clients. And so tell them a little bit about your platform and what, or the platforms out there, because you educated me about the platform options in total and what makes your platform the most unique out of the ones that are there. Well, absolutely. You know, you bring up an excellent point. There's a lot of platforms and options out there and available to folks. 
uh, to use, but it gets very confusing to kind of understand what's the best approach, what situation you should jump into and use, and how do you get started with telemental health? Um, the first side I always talk about is that there's a lot of platforms out there that want to contract you. You know, you went to school all these years to work on your services, and now you turned around and you're paying someone else to basically use your services and contract you for the work that you do. But our platform gives you the opportunity to now offer your services independently on your time, on your schedule, and make yourself available with secure video chat to connect to your patients wherever they're located. So when you need a break and time out from the office, you don't have to worry about paying rent. When you're on the go and you have the coronavirus going on, like right now, okay. you have an opportunity to turn around and say, hold on, you know, we can't meet face to face, but we still can have our services together and I can help you through any challenges you're facing, whether it's the anxiety of all the things happening in the world right now, or whether it's just the everyday session that you deal with with your regular clients on a regular basis. So when you said the, a lot of the platforms want to contract you, what do you mean? So what I mean by that is that these platforms hire you, essentially. They bring mm -hmm. in the clients. They do a lot of the work. They gotcha. say that they're responsible for the marketing to get the client. And now they're going to serve you the client but pay you, you know, pennies. a couple of dollars for sessions. Exactly. Pennies on a dollar. Thirty, fifty dollars maybe. Uh, but nowhere close to what you're worth for the services that you're providing to their clients. So you're talking about like Better Health or Pretty Padded Room, those kind of platforms. Yes, exactly. Those type of platforms. Gotcha. But what I was asking about was like the, so what you told me before was that although there are different companies who market telemental health platforms, there's only three or four technologies that are being used. Correct, correct. So the underlying technology that makes the whole thing works and come together, whether it's BetterHelp, a contract service, or whether it's another service that's offering video chat, you know, Signal. essentially Signal has a platform that they use. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. If they're connecting through the web and you're using Safari or Google Chrome to connect, at the end of the day, they're using a platform called WebRTC, which stands for Web Real-Time Communication. And that Web Real-Time Communication turns around and puts you in a situation where you know, your service may be not that great. You may go out with your audio or video connection because you're using cellular data. Uh, if your Wi-Fi connection is weak, your, your connection is going to be poor and it won't work well for you to connect. Um, it's helpful. We have a version of it, but we help our clinicians understand the value of doing it the right way, the best practices, how to make sure their client and themselves are prepared to use that type of technology. The second form of technology is another company by the name of VC. They built a video platform, but they have some issues as well because they're the only ones that actually use it uh, and test it. And they're independent of the rest of the technology world on the advancements and tools necessary to grow a video chat platform. And then last but not least, who we're partnered with as well is Zoom. Zoom is the number one video chat platform that's out there that offers the best quality service, and they offer an app and service to allow you to connect directly with your patients okay. in a clean, efficient way without there being interruptions, no matter how strong your service is, if your Wi-Fi connection is poor, all of those things work out well for you. Right. 
And so even if it was just like me, you know, not dealing with the coronavirus a week ago or when I was in Africa, I was still able to kind of use platforms like yours to be able to connect with my clients. Last week, not last week, two weeks ago, I went to uh, a family function in North Carolina and I was like, I could cancel all of my clients or I could just offer them virtual sessions. And so I was actually able to work remotely from where I was and not lose all my money because I wanted to spend time with my, my family. I have an 80, 80 year old aunt who, you know, had a birthday and a 70 something year old aunt and my 82 year old, um, um, uncle that I got to really spend time with. And so for me, if I had to not make that money, I would have been okay. But there are a lot of clinicians, especially in, in the times that we're seeing right now that are living paycheck to paycheck and they just can't afford to just be like, you know what, I'm not going in the office and I'm just not going to see clients. That's the that's the craziest part about these times right now is that, you know, we're seeing the economic disadvantages of the people that's being impacted by this pandemic going on with the coronavirus. Most people are turning around and are relying on their paycheck week to week and their income from whether it's their job, their private practice, wherever they show up to get their dollars from that's being impacted by not being able to be in these social settings, traveling on public transportation, and being in a mix with other folks. So now, video chat gives you the opportunity to not stop that income. You have the opportunity now to keep a regular schedule, a full caseload, service clients in the same, similar manner, but yet connect and not lose a beat with your income. Yeah. And even for me, as you know, I talk about my journey from patient to practitioner, my own therapist called me this week and was like, listen, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be cavalier about this. I'm going to cancel sessions for the next three weeks. And I'm like, what am I going to do without sessions? I actually referred him to your platform because I was like, yo, listen, you might want to look into these things so that we can still have sessions because I have to deal with my anxiety too. I have to deal with, you know, the, this time brings out all of the insecurities, right? Whether it's food insecurity or financial insecurity, economic insecurity, housing insecurity. Like there are so many ways that this this will challenge your sense of safety that you know we are on the front lines of this pandemic and so I I, I did a conference recently where I was like we need to kind of define ourselves or define clinicians as a cohesive group but I really believe that we are you know another first responders because whenever something happens People have to keep their minds together. They have to get their emotions in check so that they don't overreact like we're seeing right now. Like there's widespread disinformation, there's widespread panic. And so, you know, I commend you for building a platform like yours and being in business already so that while we have incidents like this, people can take advantage of it and be able to kind of work remotely. Um, and it doesn't have to just be clinicians, right? We see now that teachers are going, you know, to remote platforms and a lot of businesses are going to remote platforms. It, it's, it's necessary. Oh, I mean, you, you kind of made any more valid points than what you just mentioned, you know, with the uh, point that schools are out of service and the fact that teachers have to now teach from their locations and their homes, um, to educate students while this virus is going around, um, 
you know, it was really important that we built a platform, made it simple for people to connect, easy for them to be able to understand how to use technologies and that it's the way of the future. If you're not using, you know, video conferencing and connecting with people through video chat, you're going to actually miss out on the whole market in the next five years. And the parents, the parents have to be home with these children in order for them to be home. So, you know, it's for them to be able to work remotely. Like for me, it really was no sweat off my back when I started to see this happening because I had already started to transition my clients in the beginning of the year to telemental health platforms. I had already started letting people know, hey, I'm licensed in several states, so I have to be able to have a way to have multiple streams of income and multiple um, referral streams coming in so that I can make the money that I want to make. And not often deal with the commute and deal with the traffic, you know, for the, for the clients, for the traffic that the commute that I used to have to my office, I could see four clients, you know what I mean? And that two hours sitting in traffic, um, you know, four hours out of the day, that's for, for clients that I'd be able to service if I was home. And so your platform is, is definitely needed. And it's something that, um, a lot of clinicians should be using and the thing that I like the most about it is that you have one of the most stable HIPAA compliant platforms out there. Exactly, because stability is the key. Everyone can talk a good one in, in terms of sharing that you'll turn around and get a quality service. But as soon as, once again, you're in a wooded area or area where your cell phone reception is not that good, you'll have the opportunity to realize that you know, you needed a better quality service. So that's where we come in and play the role to make sure that service is there for you, reliable, and you can have a flowing, easygoing session with your client. Good. Okay. So tell the people where to find you and the platform and how much does it cost and all of that other jazz. Awesome. Um, so our platform, it can be found on mytruecircle.com. Uh, you could go directly to the website where we have information for all the providers that and coaches that's looking to actually provide services to their clients during the time of this coronavirus and a uh, pandemic going on. Uh, we're on social media at mytruecircle.com, whether you're looking at Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and we give the opportunity for you to um, make it easy where we do demos for you. We'll meet with you over the phone and consult you through learning more about your practice and understand that each use case is unique and each provider uh, go about their practice differently. And when they go about their practice differently, we want to take the time to get to know you, understand what you're trying to accomplish, who you're servicing, and make sure you have the best experience possible getting started with telemental health services. Okay. And everybody wants to know if it's expensive. Oh, oh man, the key with it is that we, <laughs> we, we will always want to make it affordable because, you know, we understand that it's a challenge for people to get the services they need. So access is a priority to us and with us providing and wanting you guys to provide access, we make it affordable where we have a $19 plan, uh, which is our light plan to get everyone started. We have a $39 plan, which is our Zoom starter plan to get people feet wet. We're using Zoom with features such as taking notes and using our system for screen sharing and whiteboarding, as well as our calendar. So all of those tools give you the ability to grow your practice. And then we have an unlimited plan for $59 per month. Okay. And what does the unlimited plan include or yeah, include? 
just it includes it. everything that the starter plan does for $39, but what it does is allows you to have unlimited sessions per month. The starter plan only allows for eight sessions per month. Gotcha. Okay. So that's for somebody that's really like just starting out and they just want to do, cause I, cause I do both. I have clients that refuse to come t- to see me in um, to do telemental health. Some people just want to, to see me in person. There are some clients that I can only see in person, like for people who have um, more severe mental health issues, I'd like to see them with my eyes to make sure that they're stable. And then there are some clients who just prefer telemental health, which for me, you know, once we go through our particular screening, they are, you know, and I found out they're ideal for that platform. That's what I do with them. So it would be a starter plan would be for somebody that kind of has a mixed use like myself correct exactly it's mixed use you see a lot of people in person and in between sessions whether it's a pandemic like the coronavirus going on or whether it's a fact that your um client couldn't find a baby sitter the starter plan would fit you and then more seasoned veterans and folks that's turning around uh looking to dive deeper and do multiple sessions over eight sessions per month uh the unlimited plan would fit them best Gotcha. And I think for, for most people, you know, I, I travel a lot and there, there are times that, you know, I, I plan to do a lot more traveling, whether it be for work or whether it be just to spend time with my family. I do want to have the flexibility to not have to be tied down to an office. And that's the, that's my biggest bill. My rent is my biggest bill, to be honest with you. So, you know, if you are a clinician and you're looking to um, go off, go online these these few weeks and go out of office. Uh, my true circle is something that you should really, really look into for um, you know, the next few weeks and beyond. I mean, we don't we don't know how long this is gonna last, unfortunately, and we, you know, do want to give you other options, you know, besides what everyone is using. I, there are some um companies that I work for that prefer Zoom and that's fine, but in my office, I. I like the fact that I can, well, first of all, I know you, so I can just call you up and let you know what I think <laughs> about the platform. If I have any issues or any problems, which is cool. And, and, you know, as a business owner, you are very responsive period to all of the people that you, um, that are on your platform. So I think that that's super cool and it's black owned. It's a black owned business. And so, you know, not just, not just because of that, but also because of that. I think it's good that you provide a quality service that everybody likes and that um, is a necessity in, in this day and age. Oh, man. And, and the key is, I think you covered a lot of bases that we take pride in. Not only are we Black-owned, you know, Black-owned companies get a bad rap at times that, you know, getting a quality service or getting what you need can be a challenge at times. Um, and... You know, it's disappointing that all black businesses may be viewed under like that, you know, struggle. But the key with us is we pride ourselves in customer support, responsiveness, learning and growing together with our customers uh, and providing a quality service that allows them to expand their businesses and grow as well. Right. And that's the whole point. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people don't understand that we don't have a lot of the startup capital that a lot of other companies have. And so where, you know, other companies come out of the gate with with other, you know, 
access to resources that we don't have. Sometimes we just got to do it with an idea and our shoestring budget. And so I really love the fact that you've invested in in the company, you've invested in what you're, what you're doing. And it's a quality product that's a freaking necessity. And I don't know why most people are not, even if you're a therapist, you're not looking to do telemental health stuff at least to get your feet wet, like you said, because you have issues like this or incidences where there may be another, you know, I don't, I don't even want to say, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> it's another national emergency and I'll leave it at that. But like, you know, as a New Yorker who has lived through both of the um, blackouts and I've lived through 9-11 and I've lived through, you know, a lot of the tragedies that have happened here in New York City, I know how how ideal it is to be proactive about your planning. And so, you know, this is just something that we have to go through. Thank God we still have lights and Wi-Fi and our computer access. And most of us have skill-based employments that we can do, you know, that don't require us to be in the office. But if you don't have the proper technology, doesn't matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, oh man. I mean, I enjoy having these conversations because, you know, it's relevant to keep the conversation going. A lot of people tend to be nervous or scared or skeptical in understanding the value of it. You know, um, some people love the energy and the feel that you get for in-person sessions and think that quality uh, would decrease from there. Um, But we come through, we highly recommend, you know, any information that you're lacking, training courses and other you know, tools to help you gain the knowledge and comfortability to get out there, you know, spread your wings and and touch more people because the people are out there looking and they need the help. Okay. So I know you're an East New York native. I just read online, Charles Barron has coronavirus. Sheesh. Oh my goodness. That's, that's just, that's just the sad part. It's, it's really getting to a point where getting close to people is becoming a challenge, you know, um, just never know uh, how and where you can run into this type of issue and who can be affected by it. And it's not showing any borderlines, any barriers, any discrimination on, you know, who it can affect right now. So we all want to be as safe as possible and take the necessary precautions, such as, you know, tools um, that will allow you to keep yourself in business and gaining income uh, while providing your quality service for people that are experiencing hard times through this, um, through all the changes that's happening right now. Yeah. (sighs) It's a lot going on, y'all. For real. It's (laughs) like (laughs) people talking about throwing 2020 back. back Yeah, this is a long ass March, yo. We only made it to to March, kid. We ain't even in April. It's not even Easter yet. Word up. We done, you know, done had some unfortunate losses. Yo, January was mad long for me. It was so. Word up. January was a long year. Man, exactly. oh, oh, matter of fact, you know what? And I was in South Africa and I was sitting at the, and I was like, yo, it's been a long year. <laughs> and this, this white guy sat next to me and he was like, but you woke up this morning, right? Like you're, like, you're not even from here. You're in South Africa. You're right. And I was like, don't talk to me. Don't, you don't <laughs> exactly. even understand, you don't even understand what I've been going to do. Don't, don't, don't even speak to me. Word up. 
it up. And just the world tragedy. And it's a worldwide, yeah. Yeah, the energy in itself from the Kobe event on, that Kobe event lasted for about four to six weeks in terms of the energy and space that people were in, you know, from the event happening, an unfortunate accident, all the way to, you know, 224, February 24th. That was like a month and some change later that, you know, the world had a, a, a weird energy and space in it. Yeah, I've been vibrating differently all this year. Word up. Word up. So, I've been I've know. been telling you, I've been like my psychic energy is like high. But y'all don't come for me. I'm not in the move to talk about my psychic <laughs> energy right now. But like my, my ancestor stuff has been really like my family is laughing at me now because I'm like, yo, uh, we gotta do such and such at such and such date. And my cousin's like, is God still telling you stuff? And I was like, God is not talking to me like that. I'm not schizophrenic. Don't make it a thing. <laughs> but I'm telling you, if we don't do this by a certain date, like it's gonna nag me. And so I've been really nagged to like not put things off anymore. I don't, it, it, I won't say I'm not affected by the Kobe Bryant situation, but I don't think it's that. It really, it was before, like when I came back from Africa, I just came back with a whole new energy. And it's not, it's not even an energy meaning that I'm like where I need to be. Cause you know, sometimes I'll call you, I'm like bouncing off the walls. I just kind of like had to sit still for a little while because it just, the, the pull to do what I need to do has been so great. That's why I've been harassing you over the last few months about, yo, you got to do this and you got to do that with your business. I didn't know that this was what it was that was making me kind of get in your behind about certain things that you needed to do. But this is, this is, this is clearly part of what it is. Oh, that's a fact. And I mean, you know, your skill set and your ability to foresee, I mean, your whole side of your, um, skill set and marketing, branding, you know, understanding, mapping out a vision, you know, all the things that you have your hands in and, and you've accomplished, you know, I've been proud to, you know, call your colleague and friend to, you know, watch your journey and how you've helped so many other clinicians, you know, get their brand in order and get their situations in order. So, you know, kudos to you and, and I applaud you for, you know, your hard work, your effort, the work you do in helping your clients alone. And, you know, your podcast, just great work on your side as well. Thank you so much. Okay. So once again, if you are a clinician and you need True Circle in your life, I'm telling you that you do need True Circle in your life right now. Um, and you're looking for a telemental health platform that is stable, that you can hear and your clients can hear you. Because I was, I, I'm actually hiring a virtual assistant finally. Finally found somebody awesome. that, that, awesome. I, that I trust. But okay. she and I was on a little conference the other day and it was like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And I was like, oh God. So, you know, to have a stable platform where you could both see and hear each other and do screen shares and all that other stuff, just, you know, for, for me is like, minimum whether i'm doing um clinical stuff or my coaching stuff to have mm -hmm. a very stable platform mm -hmm. is is exactly. the is the key so once again tell everybody how to get in contact with you both on social and the website absolutely so you know you can always find us online on our website at mytruecircle.com uh there's no e in true so that's spelled m y t r u c i r c l e Dot com. Um, all our information from, you know, helping providers through their marketing websites and online video chat, 
all the way to a directory being there for people that's seeking help and looking for a clinician, especially a clinician of color, um, which is a majority of our platform, um, can be found there as well. Uh, on social media, uh, we could be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the handle My Truth Circle. Uh, and I'm always available and accessible uh, to be found at L Carter NY. And I love to connect with clinicians, learn about your business and practice, learn about ways that we can offer uh, more services and improve on the things that we're already doing. So, you know, always feel free to reach out and at hello at mytruecircle.com if you need to shoot us an email and you're not online in the social media space or you're taking a break from it. Uh, we, we, you know, respond to emails quickly as well. Okay. And the directory, is it free or is there a cost involved? Oh, the directory is really free. That's, that's our advocacy side that as a business, we're not just about taking and looking to make money. You know, our mission started from the fact of recognizing that more people need access to clinicians. Uh, more people need to, you know, understand that clinicians came from backgrounds that they've been through, neighborhoods that they've been in, you know, yes. situations that they've been in. So, you know, at the end of the day, the directory for us is just a, a icing on a cake or a cherry on top to say, you know, here's to the world. We want to have the largest directory out there of mental health professionals that people can, you know, find, click on and recognize like, hey, I see someone that looks like me and tell their story similar to my story you know, let me rock and roll. And um, that's what we're here for. And we welcome any and every clinician that's out there uh, that do quality work, that focus on, you know, uh, providing uh, for their communities and beyond. We want to see you come Culturally through. Culturally competent up. therapists. Yes, yes, exactly. I couldn't put it in any better <laughs> words than that. Yes, exactly. You want to serve my community. That's what yes. you want. Yes, yes. So, you know, we're looking out for you. We're open to seeing you come through. Um, I personally get involved with a lot of people that register and sign up and, you know, hold conversations because, you know, I learn every day from our customers and the people that join our platform. Yeah. And I mean, we've had you on the show before. I think we talked a little bit more about the tech side of having a web website and building a web a web and marketing presence for your practice. But I'm not really sure if we even really touched on it on this side of it um, before. So I definitely wanted to get you on to have people uh, know about your platform and know that it's a necessity in these times that even if you are, you don't feel like you are comfortable with technology or you do feel more comfortable seeing your clients one-on-one. -on -one. I know for a fact that, you know, I referred my therapist to you, but my therapist is like, I'd rather just stay at home and not see clients, honestly, rather than to, to, you know, use that technology just because he's an older therapist and he's just not comfortable with it. But Lenny works with you in a way that even if you feel like you are uncomfortable with it, you will get comfortable with it very easily and very quickly because his onboarding process and his customer service is really, really good. And so, yes. you know, yes, thank you. even thank if you, you don't feel like this is for you, even if you feel like I really rather do X, Y, and Z, like this is where the game is going. This is where the industry is going. This is where technology is going. And so you want to be ahead of the curve and not behind. And, 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 and it's funny that you say that because, you know, you just reminded me that um, I don't know how to mention, but, you know, 
Uh, for all the listeners and clinicians that's out there that's listening, we do want to offer a free trial um, to our True Circle Light platform and, and give you a touch and taste of what it looks like to use the video chat. Um, so if hey, you sign up like and come aboard, stuff. you know what I mean? If you come aboard and, and, and you jump on, you know, um, by the end of the month, by the end of March, um, and we're looking as this coronavirus increase, we're going to look to roll this out in April as well and, and push it along as much as we can, but, you know, come in, you know, um, share that you heard about us on the show, you know, provide us feedback on, you know, um, what you would like to do and, and how you're looking to grow your practice. And, you know, we'll onboard you for free for you to get your feet wet and get your first couple of sessions going. Good. Okay. Okay. And maybe we can hook you up with a coupon code or something. I'm not really sure how that works on the tech side for you, but. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. We work out the details and, you know, follow up and, any way that we can to, you know, make sure the folks get the info. Just mention me. Just mention y'all heard him on Black Therapist Podcast, and then we'll see what we get get done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once my team see it, we're going to be on it. So we got you. Okay. All right. So thanks for coming on the show. Yes, yes, yes. How thanks were, for how, having me. Cause I, so how are you and the, and the boys mockering down in this new normal Man. in these it, next it, few it, weeks? It, do you got Man, it, do you got enough toilet paper? That's what I really want to know. Do you got any hand sanitizer and toilet paper? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> people don't know the hustle is just an online hustle. People going to the stores running around don't know. You know, you can sit back and get Amazon to deliver it the next day in front of your doorstep. So they can deliver it the, the same day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, we kept it simple. We we bunkering down the food situation. You know, we always want to make sure we good and, and, and situated there. But yeah, I got to get you know, food in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But love is love. You know, as long as you're around your loved ones and, and you have what you need, your essentials, um, a roof over your head, hot running water. You know, I count my blessings from there and, and continue to push forward and, you know, stay out of Dodge. Yeah, I try. I was like, I'm not gonna panic. I'm not gonna panic. And then I went to the Dollar Tree the other day to get something. I don't know what I was going. Oh, you know what? Someone online on on like my Facebook page was like, I can't get hand sanitizer. And I'm like, y'all bugging. I just bought hand sanitizer the other day. But you know, I'm not knowing that everybody is like in this whole space. Even though I'm watching the news, I'm just like, I don't know that everybody else is there. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to just drop in, a, drop in a Dollar Tree and see if there's any hand sanitizer. And I get in there and there's no hand sanitizer, but it's like boxes of stuff. And so the lady's oh, tearing through the boxes. Like, I know that they have some. I know that they have some. I'm like, oh, my God. So I ended up buying two boxes of hand sanitizer. You heard me say I didn't need none, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, I, I know. And so, you know, I had found like four boxes of hand sanitizer. So there were some old ladies that were helping me find some things in boxes. So, cause I really just went to get hand sanitizer. I needed some bleach and I got some other little things that I really needed to get. And so, you know, um, I gave the old, older women the hand sanitizer because for me, they were older black women. I know that we suffer from high blood pressure. We suffer from diabetes. I don't know what their particular, um, immuno immune system situation is if they're immunocompromised or what. And so I gave them this box of, um, hand sanitizer and, I see the lady come back with like two or three and I'm like, what? And a white guy was walking around with my box. That really pissed me off. So I was like, why'd you give the guy the hand sanitizer? And he was like, she, the lady said, I didn't have enough money to buy more. And I was like, I didn't even think to ask you if you needed me to buy the hand sanitizer, you know? 
for you. And it was just like, it really sobered me up. Because I recognize that there are a lot of people that we come in contact with, a lot of people that we have in our community, and a lot of people that we we know that we really want to be supportive of that we're probably not even thinking of in this in this thing. And there's a lot of people that are not going going to be um they're not gonna have the financial resources to even survive this thing in a way that kind of the majority of us was just kind of being cavalier about. Right, right. Nah, that's spot on. That's I mean, I on. thought it was a joke too. I mean, not joke, but I thought it was a joke too until I got the text message that somebody I know has coronavirus, and I was like, "Ooh!" And and someone I had, you know, I, I had tertiary contact with. And, and and while I'm not concerned about myself in this, it does make me think about my clients when I do home visits. A lot, the majority of the people that I see who have severe mental health issues are being taken care of by their mental, by their elderly parents. Yep. Just um, taking care of one or two things in terms of understanding and evaluating like everything that you're saying right now, just digesting that process of understanding that there's so many people out there that don't have access to the resources needed to get through this coronavirus and the situation of, you know, the day to day that some folks take, you know, um, for granted, you know, just the items that you said, as simple as getting the tools needed is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So be safe out there. Yes, yes, yes. The rest of this get into the rest of the show and we'll holler. We'll Excellent. We'll talk soon. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Talk soon. No problem. Take care. Once again, I want to thank Lenny Carter for coming on and talking to us about his platform, My True Circle. And I want you guys to be well, right? Don't stress this. You will be fine. Okay? We okay. You are okay. We will be okay. The best weapon you have against coronavirus is to be calm. If you stress, it will release cortisol and that will make you sicker. It will release hormones in your body that will compromise your immune system. And you do not need that. So do not worry or do not stress about this because we will be fine. Okay, we will be fake, be fine. We will be safe. We we will make it. If you don't have the virus right now, focus on what you don't have right now. Focus on being proactive right now and not getting it. Focus on even if you do have it, limiting your exposure so that you're not putting other people in at harm's way. Okay, you're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. If you need a referral to a therapist or someone to help you through these times, please feel free to reach out. All right, everybody, until next week, be well. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Once again, you can follow us on all our social media sites at Black Therapist Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as Black in Therapy on Facebook. Or you can follow your host, me, Miss M-S-N-I-K-I, thanks, on Instagram and Twitter, as well as you can find out any information about me at Nikita, N-I-K-I-T-A, banks.com. 
blacktherapistpodcast.com and on the show's website, blacktherapistpodcast.com. And don't forget, if you want to send us any general feedback, show suggestions, uh, show topics, or guest ideas, please feel free to drop us an email at blacktherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Be well.